fears of tripping on time. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! This tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Right. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the Hotbox Day, Saturday, December 26th, 2020, episode 226. I'm Matt. That's Grand. What's up, Grand? What's going on, Matthew? This is Vinter. What's up, Vinter? Good, y'all. And also joining us in my studio right here, we got our homie Josh. What's up, Josh? How's it going, guys? What's up, buddy? Have you in the studio? I just thought it'd be cool since the uh, Spinner Jet Clear Set raffle fundraiser is ending uh january 3rd that'd be cool for you guys to put like face to the name this is my homie josh we do a lot of disc golfing and uh yeah it's good to have you here man thank you glad to be here so who is the better disc golfer we have to get that out of the way right away i mean i can post stats all day i got you disc app and I keep track of all of our games. I can post stats all <laughs> day long. It's, it, sounds all f- like, it sounds like you're ahead a little bit. It, well, in all fairness, I've been playing for like 25 years. And Josh oh, has, so, how long so have you been playing asshole. for? Yeah, I'm that <laughs> asshole. You're that asshole. <laughs> I've only been playing for a couple. Yeah. Every group of friends has that asshole that's like, hey, let's go to the park and play fall. Oh, it doesn't matter if you're new. It'll be fun. And then it's, just it's like fine. drilling them from like the driving Fucking pad. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not that good. Otherwise, obviously, I would have gone pro and gotten a, a Nova sponsorship or a Discraft sponsorship. You know, if you're out there listening, you want to sponsor somebody that smokes a lot of weed and can still kind of hit a putt. Not really. I can't putt. That's a the lot. fact that you know those companies makes you. Wonder. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> yep, you're 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 a nerd of it. It's now official. So, uh, want to wish everybody happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever you happen to to celebrate where you live. I uh, hope everybody enjoyed themselves. We had some good sessions going on throughout the the day over here in the RDABS Discord, where you can actually catch the show streaming live every Saturday, 1 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, I do want to mention we got ourselves a new subreddit. Uh, if you want to show off some we glass, do. we took over the R Dabrigs subreddit. So pretty exciting. Shout out to Rosenberg. He hit me up one morning. And he's like, hey, you should uh, check this link out. And he sent me a link to like abandoned subreddits or something. He's like, all you got to do is like uh, post a message in here and they might just give it to you. And I was like, dude, I didn't even know that shit existed. But here we right? are today. Uh, we have our Dabrigs. So definitely come hang out, post up some cool glass. And uh, that's cool as hell. Also want to mention our partner discords over on Ross and Pressing uh, for the R Ross and Pressing subreddit there and R Vapor Ents, uh, our homie Vint. That's his his crew, his gang. I've been actually hanging out in there a little bit. Seems like a pretty decent group of cats. You know, it's, 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 all right job. it's no R dabs. I'll give them that, <laughs> but it's pretty cool. <laughs> then we also got 420 Gaming. Yep. One of our first sponsor, one of our first partners. Sorry. Yep for uh, some gaming and weed related activities always fun they've been doing some art streaming lately uh kind of bob ross style really like, oh, that's just, dope. just painting happy trees our friend ben that does the jam hole with us does a lot of that he used to like go to festivals and do like murals and shit like live painting kind of sh- kind of shit oh really it's good stuff <laughs> uh what was i gonna say i had something i was gonna mention and now i don't remember Today, Junior. 
we'll tell you about Josh real quick. Me and him met at uh, the lab. We worked together at the hemp facility. And then what? One day over the weekend, you just had like a seizure. And then you were like, what the fuck? Yep. It was, uh, yeah, the girlfriend. I didn't even know I had one. The girlfriend, I woke up. My tongue was all like messed up. I guess I almost bit my tongue off. And the girlfriend was like, you got to go to the hospital. So I made an appointment and we went into the hospital and they were like, oh, dude, we found something. So then they had to send me to another hospital to oh, have them no. do some extra tests to make sure they really did find something. <laughs> and they found about a golf ball sized tumor in there. Jesus. And then you were like, how long has that been in my head, please? <laughs> yeah, then they can't tell me. They, you know, they're like, it could have happened years ago. It could have been recent. There's no, like, able to know how long it's been there and how long it's been growing. But they did, re- they did remove it, except for they had to leave a tiny bit. It was, too, it was too smashed up against some nerves that control the right side of my face. So I would have what they consider droopy face. <laughs> so to avoid droopy face, they had to leave a little bit in there, so that way the nerve stayed can um, stayed attached. I wonder who like who makes that call because that's pretty dope. They're like a little bit of cancer left in the brain or droopy face. I mean, let's be real. Well, <laughs> We're just gonna leave a little bit in there. It'll be fine. Yeah, they said mainly because of you know my age. If I would have been a little bit older, they might have been like, "Yeah, you'll be fine." But I was like, "Yeah, I guess yeah. you know." Right now, I've got a lot of numbing in the face, so to me, it feels like droopy face, even though it doesn't look like it. <laughs> Still, huh? <laughs> right. Uh huh. Oh, it, it, the whole side in here is raw, and right here is just just this whole side is numb. But you know, it's getting a lot better. I can wear headphones. I wasn't able to do that for a while. Sunglasses. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. I'm just like, come to a podcast. Here, put these on. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, I was just thinking about shit. that. Like, it, like, you okay? Made him climb up the stairs. What a dick. I know, just, man. Just hop in the van real quick. I'm uh-huh. not gonna stop. You know. <laughs> wear masks. This whole this whole 2020 thing, man. Having to wear a mask has been really hard because the first few times, just rubbing like right here was very uncomfortable. It felt like I was being poked in the eye, even though there was nothing on my eye. And now I've got either the numbing's gotten better or I'm just used to it and can wear masks, sunglasses, all that stuff. It still hurts, but not like it used to. And they How long said, has it been since the main surgery? It was, uh, I went in October 28th. Oh, wow. Yeah, I went in at 5.30 was when I checked in. And they started surgery around 11 o'clock in the morning, and they finished about 12.30 in the next morning. Like full shift, tagging in, tagging out the next shift. I had two crews. I had a morning crew and a night crew. (laughs) Had to go back up to Portland two different weeks in a row to meet with the morning crew to tell me what they did and how they did and what their thoughts were. And then I had to go back another time to meet with the night crew that finished it up to tell me their information, which is pretty much the same information. It was funny, too. We were joking. Like, I wonder if the night crew day shift is, like, where we work, where, like, the night crew is a little more lax and kind of does a lot of fucking off, and the day crew, like, really gets (laughs) shit done. So I'm like, just imagine the night shift rolling in, like, hitting blunts and shit and just, like, getting ready to get in this man's brain. (laughs) Right, like, AA crew went through and did, like, everything, and they're like, all right, all you gotta do is stitch up, and B crew's like, all right, we got eight hours to kill. Yeah, I I brought my my switch today. I was told it was gonna be a a slow day. (laughs) Now I gotta get in this guy's brain. (laughs) 
dude, I'm not ready for this. But yeah, that they said that's good that you feel tingling, though, right? Because otherwise yes. it would be a sign of like nerve endings not healing, which would leave right. you permanently numb on that side. If you don't feel anything, it's yeah. the issue. It's the fact that you're feeling things, it's like, okay, good. <laughs> I remember taking this cat out playing disc golf before the surgery and shit, and him just being like, I might not be able to walk, but I probably will. But if I can't, we might have to like wheel me around in a wagon and shit to play. And then he like comes out of it and he's we'll like walking and driving. He's like, I'll just drive myself home, Doc. It's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I like what? <laughs> yeah, they told me it was going to be a long process. They weren't had. They had no idea how my body was going to handle the surgery for how long I had to be under and all that stuff. And I was out of the hospital on the thirty first. Of like October. Three days later, they're like, get <laughs> they out of like, here. You, you, can you get up? And I'm walking around, and they're like, you can go. You know, well, let's get you out of here. And I was like, um, cool. And then, you know, it was okay. a couple weeks at home doing nothing but sleeping for the recovery. But that was pretty much it. You know, now I'm back right. to pretty much normal, you know, able to do pretty much whatever I want, you know, to my own personal level. Right. Have you gotten on That's the motorcycle yet? No, I've no. sat on it and started it. Nice. <laughs> I don't think I can put a helmet on right now. I think it would be way too weird oh, on yeah. the face. You and know, that definitely and... probably should definitely happen, the whole mm-hmm. helmet thing. Yeah, yeah right. well, you got to wear helmets here in Oregon, I think, anyay. But... Yeah, we got a helmet on. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm used to Michigan, where it's, yeah. I think if you pay a little bit more in insurance, they're just like, sure. Do yeah, I think Montana's the same way where I'm from. You just like get on the bike and ride, whatever. <laughs> Which seems crazy to me. Like, yeah, but I mean, it's up to you. Like, if you want to, it's not like your bare head is going to hurt a car any more than a helmet. You know, it's kind of up to you at that point. (laughs) I I was kind of thinking the other way around a little bit, but but yeah, then they they sewed up your ear on one side, so you can't really hear out of that side. (laughs) Yeah, which is crazy, dude. So I forgot I didn't tell you earlier, but my scab finally came out. So there's only just a little bit of scabbing left on the inside of my ear. So now you can actually see like the complete how it's been closed off. And it's pretty nice having it gone because it was getting real irritating having it there. Just oh, the bet. scab was getting big and poking me and stuff from the <laughs> mm-hmm. little stitches that were stuck in there. Like but... Trying to itch your ear, but it's mm-hmm. sealed off so you can't. Oh, God, that would drive yeah, me crazy. A oh. lot of itches that feel. When, you, when I go to Q-tip, you think, you know, you're like cleaning. You're like, oh, I'm going to clean one ear. I'm going to clean the other one. And you can't. <laughs> oh man, that would take me so oh, long feels, to like break just, break that habit of like, ugh, yeah. It just make it feel so like <laughs> dirty. Mm-hmm. It's definitely weird. But hey, you know when I buy um, earplugs, they're gonna last me twice as long as the average guy. You <laughs> That's know, what a I good mean? point. <laughs> That's a good point. And I should probably wear them since I only got one good ear. So I, if I'm gonna be around <laughs> loud noises, I probably should think about it more. <laughs> Right. You're going back to work soon, I heard. That's yes. pretty awesome, huh? Couple more weeks. Fuck yeah. You're probably getting sick of just sitting at home all day, huh? Yes. It's nice <laughs> being home with the family, but at the same time it's nice to get back out there and work. You yeah. know, it's nice to have right. a purpose. Right, other than just like just sitting, sitting at home. Sitting but it's been it. nice. I've enjoyed it, you know. I mean it's kinda sucks that it's gotta come to an end, but it's nice to be able to go back to work and kinda get back to normal. Yeah, it's right. good that you're like able to go play disc golf, and I don't have to pull you around in a wagon. <laughs> I was stoked when I could play, man. Not, not that there's an issue like, with it, but I, cool. I would message him like every day. Like, you think you can go play yet? Like, maybe tomorrow. Like, all right, every day. Like, you ready to go play? Just trying to motivate. You know, I'm just trying to help help out where I can. 
Just trying to help feed your own addiction. I know. I don't want to go play by myself, baby. <laughs> it totally worked, man. It got me out there, and we, we we were actually able to play a full course, the full nine, the first time. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, because we were talking about, well, maybe at first we'll just go out, play a few holes, and then call it good. Like, first time out. He's like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. I felt I mean, good. I, I, I know medicine has a lot of, like, downfalls and stuff like that, like the whole opioid ep- epidemic and a whole bunch of other issues we can list. But the fact that literally, like, three days in the hospital, was it? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You had brain surgery 15 hours of brain of surgery <laughs> well that and just right. like and the cause right like out, like ready to drive home and shit like yep. and they expected so much more that's crazy well think about back in the day like if you had random seizures like there was no scan to have or anything they were just like oh i guess it's demons have some cocaine about it <laughs> you <demons>. know <laughs> like we didn't know anything back then and to be Here's able to map. go from i had a random seizure to like oh yeah you have this exactly right there and me and my group of homies can remove it for you for a nominal fee of course <laughs> right yeah no shit i mean that's epic yeah, definitely not a cheap surgery, that's for sure. Yeah. I 13 can... hours and two different teams of people. But hey, man, like OHSU, they they rock, man. The nurses, everybody up there was just really nice to me the whole time and made me feel really uncomfortable, even though there was a lot of uncomfortable things that I had to do. But, you know, it, was, it wasn't as horrible of a visit as I expected, and it wasn't that long, so it was nice. I wonder if it was short because of COVID, and they were just like, he's just going to sit either here or at home. Because he's, he's right, doing so fine. Like, you might as well get the fuck out. And they got way better painkillers in the hospital, dude. They yeah, right. me home and they're just like, I'm not hooked up to nothing anymore. Where's know? my button, <laughs> goddammit? Where's my button? Yes, it's like, hey, um, I need a little more tonight. Starting to feel again. Click, 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 click. Starting to feel again. <laughs> fuck yeah, modern medicine is dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because well, I, I went to sleep at i don't know what time you know i showed up it's about six o'clock in the morning was when they were giving me the stuff having me get myself changed you know and then i wake up an hour after how do they plan that (laughs) you know they're like okay he's gonna wake up roughly an hour after this whole thing goes down you know i'm sure that that anesthesiologist goes through a lot of schooling to know exactly how much to give a person of a certain amount of weight and all of that and, and no like right way. It's, it's like a, a, a logger, you know, they can make a tree fall on a balloon. I feel like the anesthesiologist is basically the same thing. They can, they can knock you out and make you wake up right on time. Every time. But still Usually. it's crazy. The fact that they can like be like, eh, we're going to kill you, but only for two and a half hours on the dot. <laughs> place your bets. Place, place your bets. Everyone place your bets. <laughs> Them all just like gathered around you, like holding the timer up, waiting for you to pop up, and then the one dude who guessed it, like taking everyone's money. Uh, oh fuck! No, yeah. You're just like, what's going on? <laughs> what vent? Get a quarter million dollars a year to do that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant! Uh, Is that let's... what they call a surgeon's assistant? Yeah, the TA, the guy who takes the bets. Oh. Uh, well, yeah, we're, we're glad you're here. Uh, there's still time. If you guys want to go kick in 10 bucks per entry, uh, over on hotboxpodcast.com. that has the links to the GoFundMe and everything. And, uh, yeah, we've got a bunch of entries. We're going to go through them after the third and, uh, pick the winner on the next podcast after that. So stay tuned. 
Uh, we'll get into some stuff from the rdabs subreddit. I thought this was pretty cool. Uh, user DIY dabs. Is that the same? The same it DIY is. from our server? I have here? confirmed. It oh, is shit. the exact same DIY yeah, yeah, yeah. apps. I was literally just like, I made the doc already this morning and I was just sitting there going through it while I was waiting for Josh. And I saw this. And I was like, well, that's going in there since. <laughs> that's going in. Usually, two of the things I put in the doc, by the time it's time for the show, they've been <laughs> removed. <laughs> Dude, I don't know for real, though. I, if I've I seen pick that, like, winners. <laughs> yeah. So I, I removed that out of this. Uh, he posted this cool carb cap cleaner based on uh, the nail polish remover thing, I guess. Basically just a little rolled up sponge in a jar uh, with, so with some alcohol in it. It is because I do this. I take a paper towel and I spray it with I ISO <laughs> and then I wipe off my fucking cap. This is like all right there. You just got to wiggle it around. DIY Jabs, you're a fucking genius. <laughs> comment, says, comment says, this also works for butt plugs. DIY says, might need a larger jar for that. Well, yeah, I mean, they make three-gallon jars. I mean, how big do you need it? How big's your butt plug? <laughs> He's called DIY for a reason. Matrix says, Matrix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that shit's dope. Oh, That's really... <laughs> In in all the neat, helpful dab things I've seen in my time, that is oh, definitely yeah. top five. Yeah, that, that is definitely one of the coolest things I've seen somebody make. Uh, That's up there with my homemade turp pearl. What was that? Just a piece of broken <laughs> glass? <laughs> no, I actually took a... Uh, I, I, I think I got a like a bowl with a, a bong or a rig, and I took that bowl and broke it into pieces, and I actually took pieces, shards of the glass, and took a fucking propane torch and sat there and heated them up until they started melting, <laughs> and started melting them down into a circular <laughs> form, and then I used those for turp pearls. You're basically a glass artist. What's your IG, bro? <laughs> uh, Redneck says. That's awesome. No, uh, uh, that, that's not nearly as cool as that, but it's just something I did. Shut up. Yeah, no, that's that's yeah. totally amusing. Hey, it's 420. Let's take a dab. Oh, shit. Is it oh, time yeah. for the dab it break? Uh, as soon as I get up the... We're ad, smoking weed is. today here, boys. I what forgot. are you smoking on today? Uh, what is this? Orange, orange diesel? Uh, orange it is... Diesel. Lava cakes. Ah, lava cakes, yes. A buddy of mine grew it, so it's pretty good stuff. Lava cakes. That doesn't sound too bad. I don't think I've ever had that one. Neither. I got some Mendel breath and orange soda right here. Nice. Ooh, I got some pineapple express in the cart, but other than that, I'm waiting. Are you mixing for a that with myself. that that D8 scoop you just got? Oh yeah, I should. <laughs> he got a fat old clear jar D8. Looks really nice. Uh, I do got some D8 myself too. Everybody on that D8 game. You've been doing isolate lately as well, huh? I did get a full ounce of CBD isolate. That is very nice. How long did that take to arrive? Uh, almost a month. Jesus. <laughs> and to the dab break we go. Cheers. This episode of The Hot Box is brought to you by Gary's Glass Adventure. Go to garysglassadventure.com and check out his shop for any of your dabbing needs. Gary's Glass has quality German quartz and bangers of all sorts. They come in all sizes, 10, 14, and 18 millimeter. Also available are quality ruby pearls and rigs from a variety of artists. Again, that's garysglassadventure.com. Use promo code R slash dabs 710 to get 10% off your order. This episode is also brought to you by Sweet Piece of Glass. 
Spog is an amazing website with lots of great pieces and a large assortment of accessories from artists like Chappelle Glass, Unlimited Glass, and Glassmith, courts by Jake Miser and Jay Redglass. There's almost nothing you can't find from Spog. Matt always takes care of his customers, and if you're in the Discord, he'll often give you a deal. So join the Discord and check out his shop to pick out your very own functional piece of art. He can be found at sweetpieceofglass.com and in the Discord. Got some carts to help me through the holidays. <coughs> some you know, carts? Just to help me through the holidays, because okay. I can't really dabble while I'm at the family's place. Well, I mean, you could. You just may not be asked it back next be, year. <laughs> yeah, and it wouldn't be socially acceptable. <laughs> you can dab anywhere if you're brave enough. <laughs> you can dab oh, anywhere. You can't, anywhere. Can't like five you can't whip out the knot in the propane torch. <laughs> just start going at it. <laughs> I mean, we We're did saying that. Grace, I know. Just keep going. Don't worry about me. We didn't have any like adults over per se, just a bunch of, of us homies. <laughs> Christmas with the homies. Uh, user Welcome to My Castle posted a question. How long should I be heating this banger for? It's pretty thin. Uh, this is always such a hard question to ask. Yeah, I like the first comment. When in doubt, do a cold start. And that's that pretty much sums it up. Um, there are people that have like set times, like heat for 20, cool for 60 or whatever, but that always depends on the kind of torch you're using and how thick your mm-hmm. quartz is. So Yeah, and the size of the banger. I mean, if it's a small banger, it's going to be quicker. How de-vitrified and fucking chaz your banger is, because if That's it's an old banger right. you've been heat cleaning, it's not going to hold heat right. nearly as long right. as a fresh banger out the box. That is true. Yeah, that's true. That's what I like about the knots. They only get better with age. The more divot they get on it, it's just the more dabs I can get in in a day because less less cooldown time. It's more efficient, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> it's just the way the knot is. You, it's not like you can really clean the knot. You know. I like it's, this. It's, this one cat, Pedro Tioso, he says, I would try 30-second heat, one-minute cooldown. As others said, try cold start, but if you're dealing with flower rosin, it creates a lot of residue. If you're dealing with sticky concentrates, it can be hard to deposit. Uh, go cooler than you think at first and adjust from there. Easier to reheat than to clean a Chaz banger. I'm not going to read all of it. They do mention a, a DT or a, v, a V4, I think, and that made yeah, me think of Vinter. Yeah, that's what I use. And that's like the poor man's Puffco, right? The Walmart Puffco? The Walmart Puffco. <laughs> $36 gets you an uh, atomizer that can do temp control. It replaces my fucking banger for the most part for daily use. I still break out the normal banger for bigger globs, but right. it right. does the job very well. Yeah, that seems like the easy go-to if you're like trying to gift somebody the gift of dabs. Instead of, like, getting them a rig and a torch and a banger and then, like, a paragraph on how to fucking use it, you could just get them one of those things and be like, here, click this button twice. Enjoy. Click it and smoke. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. That's good shit. There's so many people, like, just scared of torches in general. Yeah, that's amusing to me, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I have seen a few videos of people fucking off with torches in their vehicles in, like, butane in a closed space within a spark and big fireballs ensue but i've never had that problem personally <laughs> yeah uh user master kush 98 asks what is your opinion on temple balls are y'all familiar with the balls the temple balls 
The balls of the temple? What the fuck is the temple? Some good temple? Hash. It's basically when you take a bunch of fresh pot and you rub it in your hands a bunch, and then you oh, turn that across. into a ball. That's a temple ball, as far mm. as I understand. There is, and I actually read through the whole thing, but uh, on Ed Rosenthal's site, there's a pretty <laughs> sensual... I guess would be the word, a, a sensual write-up on on temple balls and how he makes them and like just getting real like Patrick Swayze ghost with it, like rubbing your hands on it. Like it's a very, very sensual read about temple balls, if you will. Oh, yeah. The, the way hash people talk about hash and temple balls in general, it's just like you hear French canola, he's talking about it like just some like French wine. Yeah, or check some this shit. out. He says, Frenchie's eyes twinkle as he tells me stories of hashish around the world and indulges in nostalgia as he details his rich experiences of Milana cream and Nepalese temple balls. With true Nepalese temple balls no longer anywhere to be found, I can only imagine the creamy inner goodness of which he spoke so lovingly. Perhaps I can create something for which he will be equally fond. All right, are people jerking off of this? You should and be pooping on it. You should something? be because it looks like poop balls. It does, and I don't believe that it's actual dabbable material. But I do believe that when made properly, like as far as hash goes, like it's really good hash. It's yeah. supposed to like so have a lot of flavor. Screen or on a pin, or you roll it up. You definitely don't dab that. No, you put it in between weed, right? You put some bud yeah. down, you put the hash on it, and then you put a little more bud, and then that heating gets it to kind of melt down. You don't want to set your hash on fire, or as Freeman13 says in the chat, you can smoke hash straight in a pipe, like a I'm hash. Like hash. Or, I mean, or a did, bulb. Did. Weezer did make that song, I Got My Hash Pipe. I begin shaping the jagu hashish when the entire resin softens like warm marshmallows. Removing it from the plastic, I fold the resin in my hand twice, feeling the warmth radiating through my palm and enjoying the fruity and spicy scents that tickle my nostrils. Using my first two fingers and my thumb, I begin shaping the resin. Atrix in chat says this podcast getting real hot and steamy. That's right, baby. After getting a rhythm going, I pause every 10 (laughs) seconds to look at the progress of the ball of hashish. It has become as smooth as an egg. (laughs) All right. Anyway, I just thought that was amusing. You don't really hear much about temple balls. And when you do, Frenchie Cannoli's name is always the one you you hear about. (laughs) Everyone in the three comments that were left are like, this sucks. This sucks. (laughs) What's a temple ball? No, I not the show. I still don't know what a fucking temple ball is. I still don't fucking know. Anyway, I'll put links to that in the show notes at hotboxpodcast.com, and you can go read it all by yourself in the dark. <laughs> Vent put a smoking rock in a jar in chat. <laughs> is that how you smoke hash? That's a burning piece of hash right there. Damn, dog. Is that really you? Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> That's I was I about to respect you just a little, little more. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this is some OnlyFans quality content. That's yeah, we shit. need to put this on OnlyFans. Can this be our first episode on OnlyFans? Yep, Hotbox After Hours. Hotbox After Hours. I think it has to be on there after Matt like verbally like assaulted every listener. <laughs> 
the video has I to go up on YouTube and like actually like rhythmically humping. I got a lot of love to give y'all. The hot box wink. <laughs> uh, user Blackberry Scary posted, "What to get? Should I get three grams of Buddy's Live Resin? It's super good stuff, or one gram of Happy Cabbage Six Star Hash Rosin? I haven't had too much hash rosin. Is it worth it?" <laughs> Just go for the three grams, brother. Yeah, the three grams for sure. I just want to point out, if you dig deep enough in here, there's a very interesting discussion about uh, whether or not water is a solvent. So you can. Oh go my ahead god, and, is there really? Again? You can go ahead and upvote or downvote as yeah, you feel. Wait, is there? Is there? Th- that was maybe really my f- my fault. Did you start it? I might have war about water being. A I solvent? I got a little karma to burn. I that's, that's, that's down votes for days. That's my fault, you guys. <laughs> you uh, they're so funny though, because as soon as you tell them water's not a solvent, they get all Mister Wizard on you, and they're like, "Yes, <laughs> so good." Or when you tell them it is, and they're like, it's not. Yeah. Anyway. You know, we have get the rules buddies, about bro. trolling in our Discord, right? I was just and trying to have a discussion. I was just trying to, I was trying to preach the good word of science, my friend. I was trying to Water is a solvent, maybe the most universal solvent. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you sometimes. Uh, oh, let's see. This might be one of those posts that didn't stay up. Oh, it's still up. Good for us. Yay! What what is it now? I guess now I'm interested. User user John Voland. He said, "Should I switch plugs? I haven't smoked in three weeks and was very excited to get some wax for Christmas. My plug told me he would have it Wednesday night. Texted me at two a.m. Thursday morning saying he was babysitting. That's a weird hour to babysit. Uh, it's whatever. Said he will try to have them later that day, Thursday. And by the way, he didn't have any because his plug just makes them and was sending them to my guy. Apparently." He has not opened my message since Thursday morning at about 11 a.m. He always slacks to open my messages, but usually only for a few hours, like eight at most. Do plugs normally do that around Christmas time? (laughs) I get it if that didn't respond on Christmas, but the day before? I feel my time is being wasted and not valued. And also not sure if I'm even allowed to ask this, but would anyone know where to find a good black market dealer in the state I live that is near me? He is like the only wax plug I know. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, and I just can't be up here. I just wanted to to point out this as a very good example of of like what we consider the low hanging fruit when people are like, Oh yeah, it's just low hanging fruit. This is what they're they're talking this about. This is what they mean. <laughs> it's either a cop trying to get somebody to be like, oh, yeah, I got the plug because, you know, ego and everything. Uh, or it's some kid that just is completely lost and should probably and going smoke. to get caught. Just smoke D8, bro. That, that's one of the comments says, just start smoking D8 dissolute and deal with USPS delays. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, oh, my God. We've been seeing a lot of that. And I think Vent brought it up earlier in the week about uh, TikTok plugs mentioning that like yo d8s d8s what to what all the kids are are dabbing now and then these subreddits are all nervous because the more that happens the more it looks bad and then the more congress or whoever the fuck is gonna be like yeah no more d8 now pretty much because they gotta ruin all the fun because gotta always always gotta ruin all the fun like the d8 subreddit and we've had to ban at least 50 underage users in the last week. 
Jesus. Yeah. They they're like freely admitting they're like underage too. I don't I don't get it. That's gotta be cops, dude. No. No kid that dumb. Growing up with the internet, you can't be that dumb. There's we grew up without the internet, and we weren't there's near no that There's no way dumb. it's that many cops going in trying to fucking... Well, no, but just one or two set up, like, with a bunch of fake accounts? Oh, yeah. Oh, you know that see, shit like, These are you know people that. with normal Reddit accounts, and they, like, they comment their shit somewhere else, like, oh, I'm, ooh, I'm 16, just bought some D8 for the first time. <laughs> what? That's gotta be some sort of, like assault happening on D8 like a coordinated they've got to be fishing dude that that can't be real post on the subreddit trying to find like these people saying um welcome to the subreddit how did you find D8 (laughs) and somebody had uh an account in the comments say oh yeah I came here from TikTok and then like five people comment commented under there saying yeah me too Ban, ban 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 that's insane I mean, good for them. Like, we we had to actually, like, meet people in person and get pager numbers and shit. <laughs> it was more of an actual active hustle than just, like, oh, I'm sitting on my phone doing the hustle, you know? Doing the hustle. Doing and Atrix in chat says, my 15-year-old ate the 2,000-milligram <laughs> DA brownie ban all weed. All weed. All sin. <laughs> and that is the problem. There are companies legit selling fucking 2000 milligram brownies. Like that's a responsible thing to sell online without age verification. Yeah, I know. That's a hard thing. Wait, too, it doesn't require like, age verification? Some people Why? complain about how in like some I'm states. Adopting like the age verification, but for the most part, they don't check. Yeah. But you, you hear people in, like, Oregon and Washington bitch that, like, oh, there's too little THC in these. Like, I think Washington only allows 10 per individual piece or something. So you have to eat, like, mm-hmm. fucking 15 gummies to get any sort of dose. But then on the other end of the spectrum, you have fucking 10,000 milligram brownies that are, like, putting people's dicks in the dirt. It's like, well, fuck. But some people need that shit, whereas other people don't. They just... That's that whole thing of understanding what you're taking right like to me a 10,000 milligram edible probably would actually get me high but like yeah a fucking if it seven didn't year old it would probably make him vomit and puke and shit yeah i don't is it that bad or is it just like you get real sleepy i, I, would think I mean so, maybe you puke. You'd probably you probably start getting the spins and vertigo yeah. and shit yeah if you're not it, like aware of what's happening and you don't know how to deal with that sort of thing because you're like a child yeah i can see that that'd be bad right but uh, like normal 1000 milligram edibles don't touch me so like a 10,000 <laughs> might actually fucking pro- maybe make, make me go to sleep or some shit you know yeah but i just think back but, to like the kind of weed we were smoking when i was 15 and the kind of edibles we were eating and i don't know i i definitely like y'all y'all these days are getting a lot more of a fucking kick in the ass when when you take these things cuz they're definitely way stronger yeah that's just the way of deprohibition though yeah it's good or legalization sorry builds up tolerance and weeds out the weenies uh, before we get into some weed news, you dab daddy twenty three posted, and I don't know if this is true or not, but it's pretty funny. Uh, went out of town, forgot my torch. Merry Christmas! And it's just a picture of a fucking <laughs> oven burner, like on full, <laughs> like, <laughs> holding a fucking banger up to it. Which I mean, that probably work, you know. It just know. has to get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. banger. 
I'll just like drop the oil right on that fucking hot plate there and then just get, Atrix a, and chat. get a tube. I mean, I, I've chat. seen college friends heat up bangers on a propane stove. I've never seen somebody heat up on a fucking uh, electric well, stove. Yeah, you mean you mean a natural gas stove? You mean a giant Puffco Peak? Oh, an actual propane stove. Oh, one of the camping ones? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that would kind of make sense. I mean, it's just like a propane torch, just a stove. It's just way more redneck. But Atrex in uh, chat says, if it's stupid but it works, it ain't stupid. I mean, he has a point. I read that sentence three times, and it still don't make sense to me. That hurt my head. If it's stupid, but it works, it ain't stupid. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, what Dab says, it has a glass top. Why not go in with yeah. the hash dome, the glass gravity bong? Oh, man. Could you imagine, like, cleaning that up afterward? Yeah. Oh, cleaning oh. Chaz off the, off the stove. It's so gross. Uh, in some weed news if you're in new jersey weed's legal but maybe you don't know uh, where to get it yet it says with the passage of landmark marijuana re- legislation last week new jersey has come closer to legalizing weed than ever but that does not mean the public will be able to actually purchase weed legally in the new year many see this step as not a victory lap but the onset of a new kind of effort Officials must still fully seat the Cannabis Regulatory Commission, which will design and oversee regulations and licensing. <clears throat> Municipalities need to adopt ordinances and regulations of their own. Marijuana growers must increase the amount of product in the state, and new dispensaries need to apply f- uh, for and receive licenses, roll out business plans, and set up shop. So uh, in the next five to ten years, I guess... Maybe six months in a year because you can just copy another state system and be like, I guess we're using metric now. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't have to take build it. A year or two to get it growing. Yeah. So it's at least three, four years out. I feel like me and a team that I put together, we could get it done in three months. Six know. months tops. I was going to say at least six I months. I think to we a could year. get it done in three months, though. Utilizing existing infrastructure and services, I think we could get it done. They just dragging their feet. DIY dabs and chat says he's heard six months. I'll do it in four. I'll uh, do it in four. It's still too early to tell when sales will begin, said Jeff Brown, who oversees the medical marijuana program and was recently named executive director of the Cannabis Regulatory Commission. We need a law just from a supply perspective. We're looking at really a need to continue to expand medical and also prepare for broader legal sales. For both, it involves doing regulations doing quote unquote the regulations which means i'm getting paid for not doing anything (laughs) regulations uh medical dispensaries will get the first crack at selling to the public but murphy's signature won't flip that switch the medical companies will have to show that they can fulfill the needs of patients before pivoting to the public but it's not yet clear if regulators will require they meet metrics on a case-by-case basis or must do so in bulk product as an entire industry Uh, The state's 100,000 patients have long complained of product shortages and long lines at the dispensaries. Adding 1 million predicted marijuana consumers to the list would wreak havoc on patient access. So many weed smokers, y'all. Just start growing more weed. Uh, The weed smokers grow their own weed. Yeah. uh, Do they have home grow in Jersey? Was that part of their bill? I wonder. I don't think there was. Yeah. That is a shame. That is a shame. 
I think Washington was was is working <clears throat> on getting that changed. Hopefully, I think we talked about that last week. Uh, and then shifting gears over to Arizona, kind of the same thing, saying that Arizona dispensaries could start their rec sales by March, which is a little sooner. Uh, Arizonans can expect to see dispensaries begin to sell recreational weed as early as March after the drug was legalized in November. Technically, the law went into effect the minute Governor Doug Ducey certified the election results. However, there's currently nowhere Arizonans can legally buy weed as the Department of Health Services must first issue licenses to sell. Those license that reminds me of the old tax stamp thing. It's like, yeah, you can buy weed if you get the tax stamp, but we're not printing any tax stamps for you, so sorry. Tough shit. <laughs> uh, those licenses will be given to all of the existing medical marijuana dispensaries first, and those licenses will be issued around the end of March. Then there are an additional 26 social equity licenses that will be issued at some point later in 2021. People will be eligible for one of those types of licenses if they are a member of a community that has been disproportionately impacted by the enforcement of weed laws in the past. So perhaps certain ethnic minorities or perhaps certain socioeconomic categories, we don't know what those criteria exactly will be yet. That's kind of a cool thing they put into their law that you don't see in very many other states, like actually setting aside a certain amount of licenses for people that the war on drugs had, had kept down. But I mean, I was somebody that the one on drugs kept down. I went to jail for drugs. Yeah. Did you get your social equity reparations there in Michigan? You no. better You better write a fucking letter. I don't think I'll ever get shit. <laughs> Just saying right now. Uh, uh, 16% tax on the sale of weed will fund community colleges, public safety, public health programs, and roads and highways. Pot for potholes. Good for them. Pot for potholes. Good job, Arizona getting it done oh let's see wisconsin we got some police monitoring if they're noticing any potential effects from all of the weed dispensaries opening on the illinois border there Uh, officials with the rock county sheriff's office and police departments in janesville and beloy said they've not seen any rise in marijuana possession charges this year though they think that it's because of covid19 which may cloud the data as it has drastically affected businesses and travel except that if you read the news you will know that people still flew fucking everywhere for christmas so (laughs) did they yeah there was yeah there was a lot of people flying Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, Great. yeah. 2021 shaping up to be real nice. I uh, said it's such an anomaly year that I don't know uh, if we can draw any conclusions as to the impact at this point, but we'll keep an eye on it. So if you're in that area and you're trying to bring weed back from Illinois to Wisconsin, just kind of keep that in mind. You know, they're uh, they're out there keeping an eye on you. So, Atrix in chat says cops are mad they're not pulling over as many people because of the pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Freeman13 says on Reddit they showed 50% flight traffic from last year. (coughs) Does that mean it was like 50% of what it was last year? Yeah. Hey, Grant, was that a Rona cough? I think. Whoa, bro, you got the Rona? Put your mask on. Jesus. No, I'm I'm a super spreader. (laughs) Yeah, he says half as many flights. That's still a shit ton. It's like over a million. 
That's still a lot. Yeah, it is. Uh, let's see. Rand Paul came out with his list of complaints uh, in Rand his, his annual Festivus grievances list. I don't know why this this kind of made me laugh. Uh, says that he kept up with his traditional airing of grievances in accordance with the Seinfeld inspired holiday Festivus on Wednesday. And for at least the third time now, he has brought up weed. The senator supports cannabis reform, mostly from states rights perspective but included in a government waste report he published in conjunction with the holiday is a passage complaining about $3 million in spending on studies that investigate the cannabis edible consumption habits of old people living in San Francisco. <laughs> when you said it's the third time he's brought up weed, it just like, so reminds me of like that one random weird guy at work who's like, Oh yeah, but does anybody else smoke weed? And it's like, wait, what? We we were just yeah. talking about fucking like packing the boxes. Now you're talking about weed and yeah. shit, bro. Like, chill out like, on that. We, like, get, we it. get it. You smoke you weed. Smoke. We get it, Rand Paul. Right. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> get it, Randy. Said they spent three million dollars to interview San Franciscans about edible cannabis <laughs> use. Yeah. Really, they must have not spent a lot of time around people who love cannabis. You do not need to pay them to talk about it. <laughs> What's next? Government funding to get people to post more about their CrossFit and keto <laughs> programs? I'll pay you a million dollars if you tell me you're vegan every day at 7 a.m. <laughs> and I mean, again, I could do this for one million with my team. So just don't, saying. Don't, don't we literally do this, though, for free every Saturday? At yeah, but I, I could do it a lot better if I got paid a million dollars. <laughs> I'll do, That's a fair argument. I'll do I'll it way that. better. I could maybe even prevent myself from dropping F-bombs so you could even play this on the television <laughs> if you want. Right. <laughs> we could work some things out here. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, Ni the National Institutes of Health did provide the Scientific Analysis Corporation with $3,125,768 in grant money over six years for the marijuana research. The resulting study was published in the International Journal of Drug Policy in 2015, so it's not clear why Paul decided to highlight it in the 2020 version of his annual report. Uh, have you, you have you ever wondered how San Francisco-based baby boomers use edible cannabis edibles? Me neither, he said. Me neither. It's because he's a fucking stoner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, taking, he's that one weird guy at work. Taking pot shots. Take it. He said, so we found out that boomers stick to their limits, do not do edibles when they need to be alert, and drink coffee to combat a high that becomes too much. All this groundbreaking insight for a cool three million. <laughs> Regardless of one's views of the value of medical marijuana or the use of recreational marijuana, agreement should be widespread that spending six years and upwards of three mil to do a survey of how baby boomers in San Francisco get high on edibles is a colossal waste of time and money. Atrix chat says this counts as cannabis research. Get the state funding. Atrix says groundbreaking insight. <laughs> uh, thank you, Senator Paul. Uh, he ended his note uh, back in 2018. He ended his Twitter thread on a positive note, mentioning that he was able to work with Senator Cory Booker and exchange, quote, some thoughts about bipartisan reforms we could work on, like hemp legalization and criminal justice reforms. Uh, he followed up the policy uh, in a thread last year, noting that he collaborated with Mitch McConnell on agriculture legislation that included provisions federally legalizing hemp, which has been a pretty big success. He's just like tweeting all of the shit he's done. Like, look at me. <laughs> Remember? 
while y'all are on TikTok flaxing that D8, remember, I'm the one that helped you do this. I helped. I helped. I helped. You should have seen the first meeting where I had to explain what hemp was to Mitch. He was very concerned that people could smoke hemp and get high. You can't. Yeah, I told him, well, maybe, uh, but it would have to be the size of a telephone pole. I think he's so confused. <laughs> he said, I feel responsible, though, because after all this, he became cocaine Mitch. So maybe cannabis is a gateway <laughs> drug after all. And they said, I'm kidding. Stoners don't at me. <laughs> I'm kidding, stoners. Don't at me. Oh, my God. Good for him, you know? Maybe a little humor is what the, uh, what the legislative branch needs. I don't fucking know. I don't know if that's something you should joke about. He's, he's been real pro-hemp and very, very anti-cannabis. Yeah, that's that's definitely a weird hill to fucking die on. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How? Yeah. How, how? Digest that. Marinate on that for a minute. It's so, about the monkey, baby. So pro hemp. Federal law anti weed dictates hemp as marijuana with a THC of point zero three and lower, or three percent lower, something like that. Freeman says Rand Paul is just a uniquely bad politician. Somehow. <laughs> Other than that, hemp and cannabis are the exact same plant. Like yeah, like you could actually technically call a plant that's not in flower hemp, and you wouldn't be wrong because it has no THC on it. Yeah, I mean you could technically take a pack of outdoor hemp, put it in a mylar bag, and call it indoor cannabis, and people would not know the difference because it's the exact same goddamn thing. <laughs> well, that because well, people because aren't very smart. They get pissed off at you because custies aren't very smart. Custies <laughs> aren't smart. <laughs> All right, and uh, we'll chat about this before we get out of here. A gentleman named Bill Cobb, he uses medical marijuana to treat PTSD and chronic back pain. Uh, He says, I'm a 50-year-old black man who's been a civil rights worker. Uh, Now I'm a criminal justice activist in Philadelphia. I smoke to have my brain slow down, but to be honest, I also smoke because I enjoy it. Alleviating his physical and mental pain is difficult when he feels another sting. His doctor-recommended medicine is not covered by insurance, and he pays out of pocket as much as 120 bucks a week. Uh, it's way too expensive, he said. It's ridiculous. And other weed users in Pennsylvania, where he's from, agree. Surveys show that the Keystone State has some of the highest price for medical marijuana in the nation. So God shout damn. out to... Where did I say? Pennsylvania. <laughs> Shout out to Pennsylvania. Shout out to for Pennsylvania. Everybody. Uh, cannabis is most often sold in eighths of an ounce, which can be rolled into about seven joints. Uh, really? Joints. Really? Three joints. Uh, yeah, that's that's two or three. That's not seven. An eighth of Gorilla Glue Four sells for thirty-five bucks in California, forty dollars in Maine, and eighty-five dollars in Pennsylvania. You mean fifty-eight? You dyslexic fuck. What did I say? 85 yeah no 58 i'm reading through a pop filter it's a very it's very hard but, but listen listen to this shit though an, an ounce in colorado goes for 190 and it's closer to 500 Jesus. In fucking Pennsylvania. that's stupid we need to move to pennsylvania <laughs> start selling there build, build a pipeline build a pipeline um, and yet it's uh, not as pricey as illinois wait, where wait. it's 60 and eighth yeah no, what we'll do is we'll get Elon Musk to build us one of those hyper tube things. <laughs> the hyperloop. We'll 
we'll, we'll be able to get weed from like California or Florida or Michigan. Just hyperloop like packs that. of weed. Right. Just right there in like 30 seconds, yo. Yeah, if you're in the chat right now uh, on the RDABs Discord here, you can see the the chart that Fincher just posted there. Uh, Illinois, Pennsylvania, and Massachusetts are the top three most expensive. Massachusetts. With New Hampshire, Alaska, and Connecticut after that, all at about 50 bucks an eighth. That's what it was when I was growing up in Montana. It was all 50 bucks an eighth. If you got a half ounce for 150 you were fucking stoked. Uh, who's the cheapest? Washington with $17.84. <laughs> Good for you, Washington. So, Goddamn Washington. Yep. Fucking mids. This just in. Weed can be expensive. Uh, we'll do a little search and seizure since we haven't done this in a while uh, before we wrap this up. Uh, in Mobile, Alabama, three family members arrested with weed and THC vapes. Those darn cartridges. Uh, they had eight pounds of weed, 15 Cali Bud THC carts, 14 dime THC carts, three pure ones, 16 Vibe Monk edibles, and one Nerds Rope. Dude, it's the purse, <laughs> it's the purse of the Nerds Rope. The Nerds yeah. Rope. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you got the Nerds Rope. Yeah, I think some of them Nerds Rope packaging Mylars had trackers in them. I'm just saying. <laughs> Just, I mean, uh, n- nobody else can talk about like the seven fucking guns that are sitting there on the table. Like, well, yeah, I mean, you know, that's they, not the bad part about this at all. They had guns too, but look at all the vape carts. <laughs> Focus cards. on the vape carts. Uh, they're charged with trafficking weed, possession of drug paraphernalia. The younger one is charged with possession of weed, possession of drug paraphernalia, and possession of controlled substance. AK and AR. Looks like Those another are, AK. Yeah couple handguns there what is that Back red gun. one that's weird they look like nine mils and fucking high points i like their their Black ammo box blacklist posted something about this the other day um somebody said to them doubt you'll see this but why don't we ever see major dab plugs getting busted with a shitload of wax and diamonds only ever hear about people with flower edibles and carts bro three words low hanging fruit <laughs> i'm just saying Flower is easier to find, as Freeman says. Well, yeah, also, and, like, Disty sellers, like, Disty has no smell to it. You can ship that in whatever the fuck you want, allegedly, and nobody's gonna fucking smell Allegedly? It. You try shipping packs of flowers and shit, unless you're really good at sealing that shit up and, like, doing what you have to do to make sure it doesn't smell, you know? that You're, statistically speaking, you're going to have those packages pop more than uh, than the dab stuff. Right. And you can fit, I mean, you could take a fucking five pounds of flour and condense that shit into like four fucking ball jars, seal them up, airtight, and then there you go. Yeah. That's true. So that's probably why. And I feel like the people that are... The curse of the nerd's rope is very real. Yeah. The the curse of the nerd's rope is, is no shit. That is some no shit shit. <laughs> is is that is that a dab superstition? It's it's a very real curse. It's a very real say. curse. Yeah. It's Maybe like we'll have to talk about that more in depth. Opening up Next mummy episode. sarcophagi or something. It's just <laughs> like shit you just don't fuck with. Nerds ropes. Don't, 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 candy. Yeah. <laughs> Vent knows. 
All right. Well, thanks for listening, y'all. Thanks for joining us uh, again for another episode, hotboxpodcast.com. That's where all the show notes and the links are. Streaming live here from the Ardabs Discord every Saturday, 1 p.m. Pacific time. Come hang out throughout the week. Got all sorts of cool shit going on. Uh, voice chat sessions and uh, D&D, movie nights, all that kind of shit. So come participate in the community. Uh, Josh, dope having you over. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming, hanging out, yeah. smoking some weed, chilling. We'll go play some Falf now that it's almost nice out. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thanks for listening, y'all. We'll talk to you next week. Peace out. Yeah.